Welcome to Transformative Hindsight, a podcast for business owners, creatives, and everything in between. I'm your host, Emily Crimes, graphic and web design freelancer turned entrepreneur. Each episode will provide you with tips and strategies that you can implement to build a business that you're obsessed with and feel confident talking about. Here, we're all about transforming your visionary ideas into a tangible reality. Welcome to today's episode of Transformative Hindsight. Today, we're talking all about the four things you need to have in place before updating your website or hiring a web designer. If you're looking to hire a web designer, implement a template, or just make overall updates to your website, there are things you should have in place beforehand to make this process smoother and less stressful or chaotic. So I'm going over what you need to have in place before working with a web designer to help you create more success with your new site, because no matter how much time you spend or how much money you invest, without these backend systems or strategies, you just won't see the success that you're dreaming of. So let's start with the first thing that you need to have in place before working with a web designer or updating your website. Number one is a client inquiry process. This is the number one thing that you need to have in place. This helps us know what the site needs to be directing the user to do to take the first step in working with you and paying you those fat checks that you're looking for. Without some sort of client inquiry system or process, what is the site even guiding people to do? How can people work with you? Even if it's a simple contact form with a single automation to send a confirmation email, like literally just, hey, we got your confirmation, we got your contact form, here's the email that confirming that we got your submission, we'll be in touch with you. That is better than nothing. We can still guide the user through your site to contact you with this single automation in place. Again, what good is your site that you spent potentially thousands of dollars on going to do if it's not actually integrated into your business and systems? But one thing I really care about is your website working for you. And so integrating your website into your client inquiry process is a huge factor in this and a huge component in the success of your website. So instead, we can use your site to begin your customer journey or begin a funnel or begin your inquiry process, whichever one makes sense in your business. With your client inquiry process in mind as a key component of your site, we'll be able to actually structure your site, your content, buttons, flow, etc., to guide the user to take action and become a paying customer or client. And that's where you'll begin to see the success that you're looking for. Okay, so moving into item number two, which is brand strategy. Brand strategy is the second thing that you need to have in place before updating your website or hiring a web designer. When we begin working on your web strategy, we are simply building on your brand strategy. So if you don't have brand strategy in place, this can be really challenging to determine what it is that you want your website to do for your business, what role it plays, how it integrates into your business, and what to focus on to set you apart from your competitors. Now, there is a lot to brand strategy. I'm not saying that you need to necessarily work with a brand or marketing strategist, although it certainly helps. You just need to define and get really clear on a few key aspects of your business within brand strategy to move forward into your website and to be able to build on this for your web strategy to make sure your website is effective for your goals. So the number one aspect of brand strategy that you need to know is what does your business do? What is your main vision or long-term goal? This will direct what kind of website you need or what additional features you'll need. If it's an informational site, if it's an e-commerce site, if it's a blog-based site, a membership platform, etc. All of this plays into what your site does, what we're guiding the user to do. Knowing what your business does, whether it's a super solid idea or a vague idea, you need to know a general idea of what your business is doing 
and how you plan to make that long term. Like what is your long term goal with your business? What is it doing right now? As well as what do you want it to be doing five, 10 years from now? I mean, even just like one to three years from now, what do you want it to be doing? The second area of brand strategy that you need to know is how you currently communicate with clients or potential clients. So defining this helps you to know what methods of marketing are currently working that you can point to your website. This also helps you define your messaging a bit and get a better idea of how you talk to your audience, like your tone of voice, and what they respond well to, as well as what they don't respond well to. If you maybe have used a certain tone of voice before that just didn't really get a lot of engagement, then maybe avoid talking to your clients like that. Also, knowing how you communicate to them as far as like what platforms you're communicating to them on helps you know how you can link that back to your site and what information is relevant on your site to people on those platforms. For example, if you're on TikTok, it's a very more like fun, entertaining platform, right? They're not really looking for a lot of like instruction on how to do things. So you can guide them to your more like personal type content versus On like LinkedIn, it's much more resource-based, right? So you're guiding them to your website, to the content that is like informative and educational. The third area of brand strategy that you need to know is how you plan to bring people to your website. So this is similar to number two, it ties in with it, but it is still important and it is still different. So despite how you're currently marketing, how do you plan to bring people to your site once you've redone it? Are you planning to launch a new offer or lead magnet? Are you participating in a new marketing channel? Knowing this helps us better understand your user and client journey and their level of awareness when coming across your site. This then guides the information and structure of your site so that they can easily find what they're looking for. So again, we're all about knowing what the user is coming to your site for, why they're on your site, and how we can direct them from there to a paid service or product. The fourth area of brand strategy that you need to know is what your current customer base looks like. With this, you want to think about characteristics. We're not talking about physical appearance. We're not saying women in their mid-30s who are soccer moms. We're not talking about that here. Now, you can still differentiate whether they're male or female because that may be a relatable point for you, especially if you if you are female and you work with females, there's just different things you can relate to them with versus if you're a male and work with males or if you're a female, whatever it is. It is important to know the general, like, gender pool of your audience. We also want to think about, though, like, their characteristics. Are they passionate or driven? Are they outdoorsy or do they prefer to be inside? What do they care about in life? What do they value? What do they dream about? Knowing all this helps you be able to relate to your customers and it helps you craft your messaging, which, again, leads to the connection with your audience and encourages them to purchase from you. You will be able to relate to them, to speak directly to them, and to understand them and their thought processes. Because the main thing about your audience is people will not buy from someone if they do not know, like, and trust them. And so being able to craft your messaging and understand your customer base allows you to establish that relationship with them so that they begin to know, like, and trust you. In my experience, these are the really important areas of brand strategy that you need to know about your brand to see a successful site. Your brand strategy drives everything, everything that you do in business, and that includes your website. As I mentioned before, we're simply building upon your brand strategy to determine the goal and strategy of your website. 
it's pretty hard to figure out what it is that you want your website to do for you if you don't even know who you're serving, how you reach them, and what it is exactly that you're offering to them. The third thing that you need to have in place before updating your website or hiring a web designer is a brand identity. Your brand identity plays a huge role in the attraction of your site and keeping people engaged. A lot of people will leave a site and will be less likely to trust it if the site is not attractive looking. Your content is what keeps them engaged, what keeps them browsing, what encourages them to purchase from you. But your design of your site is what initially keeps them to, like, encourages them to keep looking at what keeps them on the page. So we want to think about your target audience here. Are they attracted to your branding? Does your color palette speak to the psychological thoughts and feelings of your audience that you're aiming to make them feel? Again, you do not have to pay someone to design a whole brand identity suite for you, but it does certainly help, especially if this designer uses your brand strategy to build your brand identity. So the basics of a brand identity that you need for your website are, number one, a primary logo. Your primary logo is going to be used throughout your site, mainly your header and footer. This helps people begin to recognize you and associate various icons or phrases with your brand. Number two is Submark logo. Your Submark logo will be used as your favicon or the icon that shows up in the tabs on internet browsers. So if you're on Chrome, it's a little icon that shows up next to like the title of the page that you're on. Number three, typography and fonts. Fonts help deepen the emotions that you're trying to convey, but are not absolutely necessary to have super branded fonts. Just pick a couple that match your brand and use them consistently. If you're not working with a designer, this is literally the least that you can do to have that consistency and still convey the emotions that you're going to convey. If they match kind of the overall aesthetic that you're looking for, they may be in line with those feelings you're trying to convey. But otherwise, as just a kind of general note, if you're looking to kind of look more modern, um, sophisticated, like professional, go with a sans serif. If you are looking to look more like um, original, kind of been around a little bit longer, just kind of a different elevated look, go with a serif typeface. And then number four, a color palette with at least three colors. Your color palette will be the driving factor behind bringing up emotions and feelings within your audience. Using your color palette correctly and not overdoing it will create a really attractive site that users want to stay on, which, as I mentioned, is a key aspect that we get them to stay on because the site looks really cool, and then they actually purchase from you because your content speaks to them. The fourth thing that you need to have in place before updating your website is knowing your site goals. This is the final key area that you need to have figured out before hiring someone or redoing your website because, as we've mentioned, everything is tying back into your brand strategy, right? So your site goals also tie into your brand strategy, but we're building on that here. It's super important to have a good idea of what it is that you want to do with your site right now as well as in the future. Maybe right now you just want to build your email list, but in the future you're planning to launch a course or sell digital products. We can plan for your future features now so that when you're ready to implement them, you're not having to switch website platforms or pay a third-party platform to do it. I always suggest outlining two to three goals that you have for your site. I find that this number really helps us craft a plan and structure that works really well for you now as well as in the future. If you haven't, go back and listen to episode number two, which talks about website platforms and how to pick the right one for your business. That is super important and really plays into this. It really builds on the site goals and helps you determine the best platform for your site based on your site goals. Some common goals that people tend to have for the website 
are things like increasing sales, educating the audience on a topic or theme, booking more clients, building an email list, and there's so many more that you can dream up and that apply specifically to your business and vision. Again, it really all depends on what you do, how you do it, and what you want to do in the future. So these are the four main things or areas of your business that you need to be really clear on before hiring someone to overhaul your website or even just add a couple pages to. It will help make for a really smooth process and a better overall experience. You'll also likely see greater success as you'll already feel so clear and confident about what you want your site to do that your designer will be able to take that and run with it to create something amazing that works towards your site goals and your business goals and helps you achieve them. If you're a pretty established business, you likely already know a lot of these things about your business. You might just not have ever actually written them down. There are also some higher level things that you'll want to get working on, but more often than not, your web designer can help you with them. I suggest taking some time to think about these areas. Re-listen to this episode if you need to, jot down some notes, whatever works for you. I promise you that you'll see a huge difference in your website project experience than you have in the past if you have these things in place, or at least have an idea of these things in place. And as always, if you're looking to redo your brand and website and you want some support in that, head to crimesdesignco.com to book a free zero-obligation consultation where we can chat about all of your business goals, all of the things you want to achieve, and see if we're a good fit for each other before working together on your brand and website to help you achieve the life that you're dreaming of. If you liked this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and whichever podcast channel you listen to and leave a review. This was a much shorter episode today. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you in the next one. Bye.